Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wanda chapter 18 and today's Wanda chapter 2 Kings chapter 13 and as usual let's start off with a word of prayer almighty loving God and thank you for this wonderful day and thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of provision and thank you for always being there for us Father where you have gone wrong in our thoughts and our actions and what you have done and what you have failed to do we pray that may you forgive us may send and your Holy Spirit to come and guide us come and be with us in every way and continue protecting us and showing us your love Father Forgive all the sins that we have committed. Can you bless in the works of our hands, all our projects and all our plans, oh God? May you guide us to oppose this believing and trusting in your mighty name, Lord of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. Jehoshaphat, king of Israel. In the 23rd year of Joash, son of Ahaziah, king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, son of Jehu became king of Israel in Samaria, and he reigned 17 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord following the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebot, which he caused Israel to commit, and he did not turn away from them. So the Lord's anger burned against the Israelites for so long, and he kept them under the power of Haziel, king of Haram, and Ben-Hadad, his son. Then Jehoahaz sought the Lord's favor, and the Lord listened to him, for he saw how severely the king of Aram was oppressing Israel. The Lord had provided a deliverer for Israel, and they escaped from the power of Aram. So the Israelites lived in their own homes as they did before, but they did not turn away from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, which he caused the Israelites to commit. They continued in them. Also the Asherah, Paul remained standing in Samaria. Nothing had been left of the army of Jehoahaz, Jehoahaz except 50 horsemen, 10 chariots, and 10,000 foot soldiers, for the king of Hiram had destroyed the rest and made them like dust at threshing time. As for the events of the reign of Jehoahaz, all he did and his achievements are then not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel. Jehoahaz rested with the ancestors and was buried in Samaria and Jehoash, son succeeded him as king. In the 37th year of Jehoash, king of Judah, Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, became king of Israel in Samaria. He reigned 16 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn away from any of the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he caused Israel to commit. He continued in them. As for the other events of the reign of Jehoash, all he did and achievements, including the war against Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the annals of the king of Israel? Jehoash rested with the ancestors, and Jeroboam succeeded him on the throne. Jehoash was buried in Samaria and the kings of Israel. Now Elisha had been suffering from the illness from which he died. Jehoash, king of Israel, went down to see him and went over him. My father, my father, he cried, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. Elisha replied, get a bow and some arrows, and he did so. Take the bow in your hands, he said it to the king of Israel. When he did it, Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. Open the east wing, though, he said. And he opened it. Shoot, Elisha said, and he shot the arrow of the Lord's arrow of victory, the arrow of victory over Aram, Elisha declared. 
you will completely destroy the Armenians at Afek. Then he said, Take the arrows, and the king took them. Elisha took, told him, Strike the ground. He struck it three times and stopped. A man of God was angry with him and said, You should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have defeated Haram and completely destroyed it. But now you will defeat it only three times. Elisha died and was buried. Now the Moabite traders used to enter the country every spring. Once in a while, some Israelites were burying a man. Suddenly they saw a band of raiders. So they threw the body, the man's body into Elisha's tomb. When the body touched Elisha's bone, the man came back to life and stood up on his feet. Hazel, king of Aram, oppressed Israel throughout the reign of Jehoahaz, but the Lord was gracious to them and had compassion and showed concern for them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To this day, he has been unwilling to destroy them or banish them from his presence. Hazel, king of Aram, died. And Ben Hadad, his son, succeeded him as king. Then Joy, son of Jehoahaz, recaptured from Ben Hadad, son of Israel, the town he had taken in battle from his father, Jehoahaz. Three times Jehoahaz defeated him, so he recovered the Israelite town. And that is where our wonder chapter ends. Let's go straight to the message halfway today. Sorry for the pronunciation of some names. I'm really trying, but. I just hope you get the message. The first one comes from verse 3. And what does verse 3 say? Verse 3 says, So the Lord's anger burned against Israel, and for a long time he kept them under the power of Hazel, king of Haram, and Ben-Hadad, his son. Amen? Why? What had angered the Lord? The sins that the Israelites had committed. Amen? The sins that they had continuously committed is what angered the Lord. And this can I say, was a barrier between the Lord and them. And this is the same thing that happens to us, by the way. Sometimes we are suffering. Sometimes we are going through some things because of the sins that we commit. Because when we sin, it angers the Lord and the Lord gives us some space. And not good space, by the way. Because once the Lord gives you space, trust me, you accomplish zero. You are back. You are nothing. We as Christians, we are nothing without the Lord. Why? He is our strength and our refuge. So we ought to know that every time we sin, we are angering the Lord. And do you really want to serve an angry Lord? No. Imagine if, if it were you and you are the Lord. Would you be happy if every day you are being angered? The answer is no. We have to put a smile on the Lord's face as well. The same way he puts smiles on our faces. Amen? We shouldn't make our relationship with God so one-sided that we, every time we expect from him. By the way, nothing we do, can I say, increases or removes value from the Lord. Nothing. But it. It delights him when you are following the right path as Christian. He makes him happy as well. And you're going to verse 4. Then Jehoahaz sought the Lord's favor, and the Lord answered and listened to him, for he saw how severely the king of Haram was oppressing Israel. The Lord is seeing everything you are going through. The Lord is seeing how that disease is oppressing you. The Lord is seeing how much pain that you are going through. And because we serve a merciful and gracious Lord, what do we say? Verse 23. 
But the Lord was gracious to them and had compassion and showed concern for them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To this day, he had them. He had been unwilling to destroy them or banish them from his presence. Amen. Because we have a merciful and gracious Lord who does not want to burn us from his presence. That's why he always listens and he will always listen. So don't stop praying. Continue praying. Why? Because the Lord will listen. And why? Because the Lord listens. Because he loves us. The Bible tells us he is a compassionate and he is a gracious Lord. Amen. And that's the short message I had for you today. I want you to get some time. Read 2 Kings chapter 12, 13. What message do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us, dailygracewithallen at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygracewithallen. We would love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty Father, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for protecting us and guiding us and showing us your mercy, Almighty King of Kings. We pray that may continue protecting us, may continue guiding us, may continue showing us your way, Father, that in everything that we do, Father, we do it to glorify your name, that in everything that we do, Father, we do it because you are a gracious and loving and compassionate God. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.